Hey all, welcome to Our Last Podcast. I am Frank and I'm joined by my mom, Shirley. Hi there. Today we are getting ready for Survivor season 43. Sweet, can't wait. I can't believe it's already 43. It's I know, crazy. can't wait though. We're going to be going over the cast. We're going to be actually listening to clips from the cast. I'm really excited about that part too. But before we get started on this, what have you been doing before, uh, since the last Survivor? What have you been watching? Okay, the Champions, uh, USA Champions. Is it Champions? No, it's Challenge, I think. Challenge? <laughs> yeah. um it's been awesome yeah i love it our survivors people are there to represent they are kicking butt if you like amazing race we had a few there too uh but nothing like survivors. yeah Yeah. (laughs) our survivors i think we had like six of them and they're amazing i'm not going to give it away but i will say you will love the ending we'll just don't yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna tell you guys right now don't go on entertainment weekly because it'll spoil it for you Uh, right away (laughs) Really liked it, though. I didn't know yeah. if I would like it. I'm not a Big Brother, Love Island kind of person, you know. But uh, it was kind of nice to have a whole mix of people and just loved it. Such a good show. Yeah. Um, Entertainment Weekly did a whole article on how on why the Survivor players performed so well. And oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, okay. Explaining that, like, Survivor is a social game like nobody else touches. Right. And so they knew what to do. Yeah. And so all they had to do was play Survivor again. And they yeah. were so... Oh yeah, we they were pretty cutthroat. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Entertainment Weekly immediately just spoiled it, and we go we use Entertainment Weekly a lot for this part of the show, right? Um, and so immediately when you're looking up Survivor stuff on Entertainment Weekly, it's like Survivor kick butt. Oh <laughs> on man, and it was so good. They're good if you it. haven't seen it, you got to see it. Yeah. Um, our our top Survivor people, you know, we had Ben and Tyler and Sarah and Tyson. I mean just I mean Tyson Tyler. <laughs> Jane was on there for Jane. Bit. I mean, there were just Desi, Danny, which yeah. was awesome. So many were so good. Yeah. So um, definitely a good show all around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I watched the first one. Um, I definitely got to watch more. It's just it's hard because there's so much good TV. Yeah. So it's hard to keep up on it. But um, <laughs> so be sure to check that out. We we'll also have Amazing Race starting. Yes. In tandem with this, which yeah. is pretty crazy. I love Amazing Race too. So that'll be exciting. We got a lot of good yeah. good shows coming back. Uh, there's a new, I think it's Love Boat is what they're focusing on. So what's what's going on here is CBS is trying to make one night a week just all reality TV. Yeah. And so we have Survivor, we have uh, Amazing Race, and we're going to have Love Boat, yeah. which looks pretty good. I don't know. I, I don't know if Love Boat's going to be like Love Island or if it's going to be a Big Brother kind of thing. I For me, like I like the challenges, and yeah. I like it to be tough. I like it, you know, when Survivor's like, you know, you have to earn your rice and beans and you don't just yeah. start with it. You know what I mean? I, I want to see that grit and right. determination. The part you know. that I'm looking forward to is the fact that, I mean, I don't care for those other shows as well, but I we both like to go on cruises a lot. Oh, of course. So I like to see what challenges are going to be on a cruise. That's the yes. part that I like. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm assuming they're going to do challenges and I'm assuming they're going to have to do it on a boat. So yeah. We'll see how That's that goes. That's true. Yeah, that'll be a good part of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get underway. We're going to be going over each of these uh, people's names. A couple notes. First off. We don't know how they pronounce their name. Every single time we mess up a few of them. For sure. <laughs> so if we mess something up about the person in any facet, we'll correct it as we go through the season. Right. Um, we're going to be playing clips. So we're going to introduce the person and then we're going to play a clip from them. Each clip is about a minute long. Then we'll come back in, discuss the person on how we think they're going to do. Um, and that's about it. Right. Ready yep. to go? Yep. I am ready to go. All right. First, we were starting with Nekia Ajira, is why I gave that warning early off. Um, <laughs> she's 43 years old, out of Texas. Let's hear from her. Hi, my name is Neka. I'm a pharmacist by trade from Weatherford, Texas. But originally, I'm from Nigeria. That's where I was born and raised before I moved to the United States with my family about 16 years ago. Coming into this game, I'm going to have to draw from all of my life's experiences, all 42 years of them. I think that playing Survivor is about leveraging your strengths because I'm a terrible liar. I can't cheat. It's how I've raised my kids. But my smile is a huge part of who I am. It can be a tool I can use to where they do exactly what I need them to do because they trust me and I would not be here if I was not absolutely sure that I could win so I am here you can get first dibs at the season 43 (laughs) so survivor title owner (laughs) all right so clearly she's dedicated to her kids we look at her hobbies she's big into traveling biking cooking how do you think she's gonna do I don't know she started off by saying she's a terrible liar yeah and it's like you've got to be able to a lot of lies out there and Definitely. be convincing. 
So I'm not really sure about that. Yeah, but she also talks about how she's able to kind of get her kids to do what she wants through trust and stuff like that. So yeah. she might be one of those players that builds relationships. Yeah, yeah. She might see works for some, yeah. not all. But Maybe she'll have a good social game. You're right. I don't know. Yeah, and then we're looking over uh, some of the other things about her. She's a pharmacist. Um, the idea that she, she, three words to describe her, joyful, hardworking, and trustworthy. She really leans on the trustworthy thing. The hardworking thing, too, is going to get you over that, those early days. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. As a pharmacist, I don't know where that really plays in. I mm -hmm. mean, she's basically, I don't know if she's front counter to where she's a customer service type of, you know, there's different True. levels of, of pharmacists. So I'm not sure about that. But she looks like she's fun. So I think she'll be pretty good. She says she's most like Siri, which is one of my favorite survivors yes, of, Pat, love of Siri. the days, old days. Um, and Siri, too, was very her children forced. Yeah. What kind of player. So right. There might be something there. We might yeah. actually see something quite similar to her. Yeah. All right. Next, we're going to be meeting Mike Gabler. His nickname is Gabler, and that's his last name. So he's going to be going by Gabler on the island. 52, also out of Texas. Um, he started in Texas. Now he's in Idaho. So let's hear from Mike. My name is Mike Gabler. I'm originally from Texas. Now I live in Idaho, and I'm a heart valve expert. Working in the operating room under high stress I think is the perfect way to prepare yourself for Survivor. And I've been working in the operating room for 20 years, but I'm not your prototypical medical device person in that I look like this. Um, I have tattoos. I mean, I've got a beard and I'm a pretty big guy. So for first impressions, I'm probably gonna be perceived as being a pretty intimidating guy, but I've got a heart of gold. I, I really care about people a lot. And the longer I'm in there, the more people get to know me. I think the, the the better I will do with people. But at the end of the day, you know, outwit, outplay, outlast, you're gonna have to be a little ruthless. Like I always say, you know, a good friend will stab you in the front. So I, I hope I'm that good friend that can just, you know, take everybody out one by one with a smile. Right away I'm thinking, uh, Gabler's gonna do good at those endurance challenges because when you're in a surgery like that, they're like 12, 15 hours. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you can't just be like, I'm tired, I'm done. <laughs> no, you keep going until it's yeah, done. You're right, That that's a good call. I think he will be good at that. Yeah. Um, saying that he's going to be ruthless, you know, that's, that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I wonder if he'll be perceived differently. Definitely. I think than so. what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause first off you, you think he's a cowboy. Yeah. He wears a hat that looks like a cowboy would wear it. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, he's, he's going to be very intelligent he's got the medical side to him. He says his favorite hobbies are camping, hunting, fishing, skiing, nice. all things that would be beneficial out here. Yeah. Uh, in one way or another. Um, I think he's. He's a little long on the tooth. 54, I think it was. Uh, 52, sorry. 52, yeah. And not that that's old, but it's Survivor. <laughs> You're feeling it at 52. We'll it's just difficult. say that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that'll play a factor in, in how he does? I do. Um, I think being a heart valve specialist, he's probably taken good care of himself. So he may be in better health than some 52-year-olds. Um, but, you know, either way, I think that does. Uh, end up being a factor in your challenges. Yeah. Um, and sometimes your social game, mm -hmm. you know, we got a, not a whole lot, but we have a group that's, you know, 20s and 30s. A lot of young pl and players this season. you got to be able to relate with them well. Yeah. Which in his profession, I don't know. I don't know how much he's working with younger people. Um, but yeah, I, I like him already. So I don't know. We'll see. He says he's going to play like Sandra. He wants to play like Sandra. Uh, specifically her way of building a strategy and following through. So um, anybody who's going with that mindset, I have a feeling would be very perceptive in the beginning because you have to kind of figure out, okay, this is my route forward. Right. And they generally seem to do better as well. So hopefully mm -hmm. he follows through on that. We'll yeah. have to see. Yeah. Next we have Noel Lambert, age 25 out of New Hampshire, and she's a U.S. Paralympian, which is yeah. pretty amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Let's go ahead and watch her video. My name is Noelle Lambert, and my life has definitely prepared me for the game of Survivor. I was a three-sport varsity athlete. I earned myself a Division I scholarship to play lacrosse. I was a standout player. I started every single game. I was a leading point scorer. And then I was in a moped accident that caused me to lose my left leg above the knee. But about a year later, I returned to the lacrosse field. I scored a goal in my first game back. So that's when I decided to do a sport that I've never even tried before, and it was track and field. So a year later, I was able to compete at the 
Tokyo Paralympic Games. And there I set a new American record for the 100 meter for my classification group. So I don't want people to look at me and see that I'm broken. I want people to look at me and be inspired and motivated. And just to be here, it is honestly a dream come true. And I think I'm absolutely gonna win. I'm gonna be the first amputee to ever win the game of Survivor. I think the fact that she's an amputee is obviously going to play a big part in her game. Yeah, I, obviously I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Just, how do you how do you think she uses that to her advantage? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that they'll modify any of the challenges. I I, I don't think they. Will, I don't yeah. think I yeah I don't think they can. But some of these challenges, I mean, she lives her life and she's doing. Amazing. She's a better athlete than me. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So maybe I shouldn't think that way, but it just seems like some of the challenges would be very difficult. Um, but so is life, and she's like, you know, killing it. So she's probably going to be amazing. Yeah. I wonder if if her story will bring people to her. You know, possibly. She has a good story to tell when you're out there. It's like if you know we see these football players play all the time. A lot of times they hide it. But if you were to come out and say, like, yeah, I played in the NFL, I would personally would want to go talk to you. Right. <laughs> so that might be something, too. Like, she has a very good story there. Obviously, she has a drive that a lot of people yeah. envy. They would want to have that kind of drive to right. be that successful. Yeah, um, definitely. She's clearly very skilled. And I yeah. think this can be interesting. Uh, she wants to play a lot like Wentworth, which, oh. I mean, she's a champ. Yeah. So, of yeah. course, why would you not want to play like Wentworth? Right. Um, I don't know. How do you think she's going to do overall? I think she's going to do pretty good. Um, I think, like. She's going to have a lot of like determination and motivation because even to get where she's at, I mean, within one year, she already won the Paralympics. I mean, that's crazy. You know, I, I, I think that's huge because I'm, I can't see myself doing that. I would have a pity party. So I'm just so amazed when I see people that just have something like that and just grow so much more. I mean, she's probably because of this injury, She's probably reaches further and does more than she did in her life before that. You know what I mean? Yeah. She says like one of her biggest accomplishments in, in her notes, she says that her biggest accomplishment is coming back from that 2016 accident. Yeah. And so obviously that formed who she is today in many ways. Right. And so uh, her applying that to Survivor might be one of the more dedicated players we've ever seen. Yeah. 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 It's all about the social game, though. It is. It doesn't matter how good you are at challenges. We've yeah. seen that. Malcolm and, and, and we've seen it every year. There's yeah. always a players that are outstanding in challenges and it's all about that social game. Right. So we'll that's see. true. That's huge. I think she's going to do really well there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like her. All right. Let, next we're meeting Owen Knight, age 30. He's from New Orleans. I got to go to New Orleans one of these days. Uh, <laughs> Colin admi ad admissions director. Let's meet Owen. I'm Owen and I'm a college admissions director. So I was born in Korea and I was adopted when I was four months old. I grew up in the DC suburbs and then I moved to New Orleans, went to college there, loved it, and then I found my job doing admissions. Survivor means a lot to me. I used to watch it with my family every week when I was a kid. I used to daydream about seeing my name in the opening credits. So I've been preparing for this for a very long time. I've watched everything you could ever watch about Survivor. I've been working out a ton. It might not look like it, but I promise these legs have some gas in them. But I'm not 100% sure how people are gonna perceive me. I mean, I've got the long hair now, so I think some people might think woo, but I love me some Malcolm. I think he's handsome and smart and charming, like come on. So just being here means so much and I just want to soak it all in because getting to play the game that I love, like it's gonna be amazing no matter what. What's your first impressions on Owen? My first thing I'm thinking of is his profession is a college admissions director yeah. and he may have a lot of uh, contact mm -hmm. with the the kids and most of the the um people that are playing this year are close to his age right so i think that like socially he's going to blend in a lot better than somebody that's older yeah um and just from his job i think it's going to make a difference if he's if he's working one on one with you know college students that are trying to to get in um you know he may not maybe he's an admissions director that has nothing to do with the communication piece. Um, but anyway, I, I, to me, that seems like something that might be a factor. Well, he mentions that he is a great public speaker on his bio here. Um, he talks about how he uses his emotional, his EQ more than his IQ. Uh, so I mean, we know that he's smart, obviously, if, yeah. for having that position and stuff like that. But to also uh, be very good at speaking with others and stuff like that, 
we'll see. He might rub off on people the wrong way. Yeah. If he's talking too much. Yeah. He says he's been working out. So, you know, hopefully that's helping and saying he's getting prepared. I think most are. I would oh, think course. if you're getting on Survivors, yeah. you're you're looking at those last episodes. You're not even applying unless you're, you know, a big fan. But um, no, I th- I hope he does well. I hope I'm he does well. Sure. I think he I think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do at least good at the challenges and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm a little worried that he might be too confident in himself. Yeah. But next, we're meeting Justin Brennan, age 29, out of California. My name is Justine Brennan. I work in tech sales and I live in Los Angeles, California. There's more than what meets the eye with me. I know that I I usually have my hair done. I usually have my nails done, but I grew up racing dirt bikes on the weekends with my dad. And if you're familiar with tech sales, you know it's a very male dominated industry, but specifically cybersecurity, it's even more so. So I am very used to being the only female on my team. That's happened to me multiple times. So I completely think that people are gonna underestimate me. And honestly, that is part of my strategy. I want them to look at me and think that she probably doesn't want to get her hands dirty, but I'm a super competitive person. I've been an athlete my whole life. So the most fun part is going to be doing the challenges. Cause I'm just like, oh, I want to do that. Um, I know I would be good at that, but I need to kind of tone that down a little bit and then kind of come out as a dark horse near the end. What are your first impressions? I think she's going to do well. Yeah. Um, she's beautiful, which <laughs> shouldn't make a difference. But, but it does. In Survivors, it, it does. It does, yeah. Um, and hopefully she does come out and they do underestimate her. And she does well, you know, being as physical as she is. Um, yeah, I, I think she'll do pretty well. I don't know that the cybersecurity sales uh, job that she has would make a difference in the game. What do you think about that? Well, the fact that she says she works with men a lot and stuff like that, that's going to be a good asset because there are times where you're in a you're in a mixed tribe of people that you might not, you know, Everybody has their strategies. Yeah. And if hers is to get along with everybody and kind of build a coalition, because a lot of times we hear the term the woman's alliance or something like that. Yeah. If she can kind of bridge ro- across both of those fields, then yeah. you're in a huge advantage right True. there. True. Um, that'd be very big. Uh, she says she wants to play like Kelly Wentworth or like Joe, at which Joe is a Joe's very aggressive amazing. player, you know. Yeah. And um, uh, Kelly, of course, we were talking about how amazing she was. Yeah. I do see some big hope for for Justine Justin and, and I, I don't know. I think she's going to do quite well. She's very self-sufficient. She talks about how, you know, she's raised money to, to fix a car she broke and stuff like that. And Oh, cool. Yeah. So she's just, she's very much a go-getter. Yeah. Because you need that. That's for sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. So next we have Cody Asenmacher, age 35. He's out of uh, Honolulu, Hawaii, and he's an elevator sales rep. What do you think about that position? I don't know. Yeah. I've never heard of an elevator sales rep. Of course, there has to be some. But I don't know if that would make a difference in the game. Yeah, it's one of those posi- it's one of those jobs you don't think about, and then of course somebody has to do it eventually. That's just kind of a, one of those. Yeah, I don't think it's going to affect his game much. It's just such a unique. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, uh, we don't actually have a clip from Cody yet. There's a few of them we don't have clips for that uh, Survivor has not released yet. But we do know that his favorite hobby is going out with friends. He likes traveling and being outdoors. He's he ca- he considers himself fearless, charismatic, and optimistic. Uh huh. Optimism, I think, is very important in this game. What are right. your thoughts there? Oh yeah, it, I, I, it, it's definitely a big thing because there's so much that can bring you down in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, the weather starts getting bad and you're cold and you're tired and you're starving, I mean, you have to somehow find a a good side to all that. Yeah. You know, and and keep optimistic. So if that's something that he does, uh that he's good at, then we definitely, that'll definitely help him. Yeah. His pet peeves though are lazy people, social media and clipping your nails in public, which that's <laughs> gross. So definitely <laughs> lazy people that burns people sometimes yeah, because there's somebody who's just chilling around camp. And yeah. this is actually the second person who said that, huh. that, that could get you in trouble. Yeah. I'm being worried about that. It, it's really obvious when somebody's irritated by it and it's just a matter of time before they're talking about it, you know? Yeah. And so you don't want to make enemies, especially in the beginning, you know, until you get a good alliance going. So I don't know. When asked what survivor you want to play like, he says Malcolm. He was likable, physically skilled, humble player who used that skill set to advance his way through the game. Now, Malcolm, of course, he's a great survivor, but he didn't yeah. win. Right. So why? I, personally, I would try to pick somebody who won the game or has at least, you know, gotten far a couple times. Right, right. Find out what strategies they're using and and hone in on that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe being a salesman will help him just because it's sales, but I don't yeah, know how much. Yeah, you do much... have to create personality or uh, uh, you know, relationships real quick with yeah. somebody. I don't know how much he interacts yeah. with the public. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually kind of am less, as I'm talking about him, I'm less and less confident that he'll do well. Let's move on to Mariah Young. She's at 28 out of Philadelphia. Born and raised the whole time. She's a teacher, which, of course, now watching Abbott Elementary. <laughs> I'm rooting for Philadelphia teachers. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's go ahead and watch a clip from her. My name is Mariah. I'm from Philly, and I'm a performing arts teacher for middle schoolers. Being a middle school performing arts teacher prepares me for Survivor because, first of all, I have to convince preteens that it's fun to sing, dance, and act. It's like the one stage in their life where they're closing into their bodies and they don't feel like being like out and open. And I have to convince them that it's a cool thing to do. I think my fellow castmates are gonna perceive me as a threat who has a strong social game because any space I step into, I want to leave it brighter than what I found it. So colors for me is kind of like my fuel and my superpower is kicking people with color and punching them with joy like I don't really care if you're having a great day I'm going to make you smile but I'm coming to play I'm coming to change the game and I'm coming to win drop the three put a picture of me for season 43 because that's gonna be the look of it it's gonna be four picture of Mariah that's how it's gonna look <laughs> okay she's got a very big personality yeah, sometimes that's good, <laughs> usually not. <laughs> I, I like that, you know, whatever pet piece is negative Nancy, and right away I'm just like, or, or and she says negative Nancy's and Debbie Downers. Right away I'm just like, uh, come down. We don't need colors and we're yeah. fine. You know, yeah. just survive out there. I don't like when somebody comes in and they have a certain agenda and they, they you know, have a whole different image that they want to push on everybody. Yeah. There's always the, like, like for example, a lot of times you'll see, like, I'm going to flirt my way through this. You see that a lot. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. I'm going to do challenges all the time and just, I'm going to lead. And it's like, just go in and try to be open minded and make, make alliances. Don't yeah. think you're going to be your own person because those people never win the show. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope when she gets on, you know, I'm sure she's going to come out, like she says, um, with, you know, being happy and colorful and yeah, all that. How about bringing joy to everybody's days yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Like, I, I, I hope she tones that down pretty quickly. She needs to. Yeah. Um, being a teacher and working with young kids, you know, that could be a benefit. But, you know, she's, I don't know, and she might do well. I mean, look at Marianne. I mean, to be honest, we were not crazy about her personality throughout the show. Mm -hmm. And at the end, we both just like, you know what? There's things that we did see that she yeah. did right. Yeah. So, so sometimes you gotta, <laughs> yeah, you gotta just really pay attention to it, which the, one of the things we did in the finale, and I think something we're, we're considering changing, um, is we talked about the winner. We said who won right off the bat. And then as we were analyzing the episode, we were referencing like, this is probably what did it. Right. So I think that was something that I, I've heard positive feedback from listeners. Yeah. They said they liked the way that worked out for us. Good, so maybe good. that's something for us to try out this yeah, season. Yeah, I really liked that too. Yeah. I mean, when they, when they watch us, they've seen the show anyway. I'm assuming so. Yeah. So please yeah. don't be only consuming Survivor. I know, this. please don't. <laughs> Shout out to Diana, by the way, of uh, the Disney Mom's Gone Wrong, an excellent podcast, part of our network, the Geek Freaks Network. Um, this is her very first Survivor she's going to be watching. Oh, nice. So she's going to be listening along with us. Oh, that's awesome. Season 43. I hope it's good for you, Diana. Oh, she's going to love it. Heck <laughs> and yeah. And if it's not, we have plenty to point to. <laughs> good. Don't give up. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Sammy Layotti. Uh, boy, I'm saying, I hope I'm saying that right. This is our youngest contender this year at 19 out of Las Vegas. Um, a pet Cremator. My God, what a tough I know. job. I would hate that you job. You literally have your dog like coming up to you. <laughs> my little Bailey girl's over here licking my hand and yeah. we're talking about pet crematory. <laughs> Let's hear from Sammy. <laughs> my name is Sammy Liotti. I'm 19 years old. I'm a pet cremator from Las Vegas, Nevada. Survivor is a year older than I am. So it's such a unique experience to be out here at such a young age, but I 100% believe I will be the youngest winner in Survivor history. That's not cockiness. I truly believe I have what it takes to come out and outwit, outplay, and outlast everybody else because I put myself in a lot of positions where I've had to interact with a lot of different kind of people at such a young age. Like pet cremation, you know, people are at their lowest of lows when they lose a pet. You gotta be able to read the room, go in there and get the job done. In fast paced, high pressure situations, somebody like me, I run off of pure adrenaline all the time. Like, 
I'm burning fat just talking right now. And with Survivor, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna put on the best show that I possibly can. And some would say, I'm not ready for this experience. The game is older than I am, but to those people, I say, watch me work. All right, so before we get started on him, I want to make sure to mention he also says Kelly Wentworth is his goal. She's been name dropped a lot. Yes, she yeah. really has. Yeah. What do you think? He makes a good point with the whole cremation and the people's personalities and stuff like that. I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. He he might do well. He also talks about, you know, how much he's going to push forward and his adrenaline and, you know, so he might be good in challenges. And yeah, as far as pet cremation, I mean, at first you're like, oh, my God, you know, who could actually do that? But you also have to be a very sensitive person yeah. to deal with people that are bringing in their pet for that because that's horrible, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how he does. He's also an Eagle Scout, which is incredibly hard to get, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and it comes with a slew of, so I'm thinking like fire making challenge and things yeah. like that. It'll be very helpful around camp. True. Yeah, and definitely. And we see a lot of people who, especially early on, they establish themselves like, I'm the person who's helpful around camp. It's good to buy you a few weeks that way. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to you know, last forever, but it does, have a, it does help in the beginning. Yeah. We'll have to see how that goes. Yeah, that's great. All right, next up we have Carly Cruz Godoy, age 28 out of, she's born in San Diego, and now she's in Newark, uh, Delaware. Education project manager. All right, let's hear from Carla. My name is Carla Cruz Godoy. I am a project manager and I'm from San Diego, California. Having to survive in real life is definitely what has prepared me to be on this show. Growing up poor, you learn to kind of like fend for yourself and in a way that made me very selfish because you kind of had to cheat. Sometimes I had to steal to get by. Just being able to like look someone in the eyes and literally lie to them, I think, I think I'll do a good, and then be, being able to start drama like, uh, my family, they're chismosas. A chismosa is someone who's nosy. And I'm a chismosa because I want to know everything about you, but I'm not going to tell you everything about me. So to finally be here, the sand on my toes, um, the breeze, the humidity in my hair, I'm living. Not going to lie, I think I have my first early favorite. I kind of like her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she explains what a chismosa is. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, you know, every season there's always one of them that's like a fan of the show, and so yeah. you're rooting for them because they're a fan of the show. The way she's describing, like getting her hands or her feet into the sand, I right away I'm like, oh man, yeah, she's gonna be you know rooting for the show as much as the rest of us. Yeah. What are your th What are your thoughts on her? I think she's gonna be pretty good. Um, she talks about how you know she doesn't have a problem lying and kind of kind of laying out her game plan already. So yeah. I like that she kind of thought through that. Um. I think she's going to be pretty good. Yeah, she looks like she's, you know, probably going to be pretty good in challenges um, and probably good in the social game. Yeah, and she also talks about how much she really likes series social game, you know, also somebody who really built an, a, a friendship around herself that got her forward. Um, and she's she's mentions a few times how adaptable she is and ambitious she is. Yeah. That's one of the hardest parts, especially when you get past that mid mid range of the show, mm -hmm. knowing, OK, it's time to change or it's time to build my final four. Yeah. And somebody who's going in knowing that you have to change sometimes is going to win. We've seen very good players fail because they were good at that first half and stuck with the first half game. Yeah. And that's not how you win Survivor. Right. Not, not in the last 10 years. Yeah. So you have to be able to change when, yeah. when the time comes. Definitely. Yep. Next, we have Ryan Madrano, age 25, uh, out of Texas. He's, uh, he says he's charismatic, outgoing, humorous. So right away, I'm kind of getting the you know uh, relationship builder kind of vibe out of this yeah. guy. Yeah. We don't have a clip for him, but we do know that he's into fishing, hiking, carpentry. Carpentry, very useful out there. Very good. Who was it that like built? There was somebody who like straight up built furniture while they were out there. Well, I know Rob. Because he builds houses. Yeah, so he, there's been a few yeah. of them, I guess, yeah, that have been really good yeah. at that, you know. One thing this guy says is, he said he's good at puzzles. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to say it, buddy, <laughs> you better be good. But if he is, that's a huge asset. Yes. Um, you know, because we're using puzzles more and more. It's just, we use them every uh, show now. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be good or not, but... um. Sounds like he might. 
problem with the puzzles thing is like if you're good at them huge asset but if you're put in charge of a puzzle and you fail once target on your back yeah so it's such a dangerous thing to claim right i know i'm hoping he doesn't yeah. get out there and say it because yeah you better deliver if you're gonna throw that out there exactly <laughs> One of his accomplishments that he that he talked about, which I thought was very interesting, he was born three months early with mild cerebral palsy. Uh-huh. Doctors said I would never walk, but after four years of therapy, he was finally able to walk. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, which of course you're very young at that point, but still shows a drive, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, going forward and stuff. So wow. very interesting, and I look forward to seeing more from him. Yeah. All right, next we have Lindsay Carmine. She's 42, uh, currently in Pennsylvania. A pediatric nurse. Let's go ahead and hear from Lindsay. My name is Lindsay. I am 42 years old and I am a registered nurse. What makes me great at being a caregiver overflows into every other aspect of my life. It's why I'm a good mom, a good wife, a good friend. And in order to be a successful nurse, you have to be able to thrive in chaos. And I'm hoping I can use those skills to win the game of Survivor. But as one of the oldest players, I think people are gonna underestimate me. So I'm excited to come out here and take risks, you know, risks that I'm not able to take in my everyday life. And when I make it to the final three, the one thing that I'm gonna remember is advice that my dad had given me a long time ago. And he said, when you're at that last mile of a marathon, are you gonna speed up or slow down? So I'm gonna make sure that when I cross that finish line, I'm going as fast as I possibly can. All right, so we have a lot there to, to walk away with, but I also want to mention the fact that she says one of her biggest accomplishments is that she never strays from her goals. She talks about how people say, oh, you can't have it all at once. You can't right. have your cake and eat it too. And she purposely even says, like, on this show, I'm here to defy that. I yeah. will have it all. That's awesome. Crazy ambition. Yeah. Very, very, very strong ambition. What do you think about Lindsay? I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure which way she's going to go with her game. Uh, she's very determined, so I think she'll probably do good in challenges. Yeah. Being a pediatric nurse um, makes me wonder if she's going to be kind of a nurturing type. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, I mean, you know, because it's pediatric. But um, yeah, I don't. I, I think she's going to do really good. I, I like her. The key with pediatric nurse, the thing I like about that is because you have to be able to communicate with people that don't clearly understand you very well. So there's a bit of adaptability to the way you communicate to others. And I think that'll do really well out here. True. Yeah. So yeah. somebody who's frustrated or somebody you have to just simply have them go the way you want them to go. Right. She will know how to talk to them, yeah. just like you would with that's a kid. A like, point. hey, you have to take a shot, you know, something like that. Right, right. It might be able to help her quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like her. She's uh, 42. Uh, we've only got, what, two of them in the 40s. Yeah, um, that's so funny. That, a it's such a young little crowd. bit older, but, I mean, she looks in great health. And, you know, I mean, I, I think she's going to be good at challenges, um, mainly because of her determination that she talks about. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I like her. Next, we have Janine Zing, 24. She's from California, out of San Francisco. Uh, she's a, a UX designer, so uh, I think that's special effects, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, her favorite hobby, though, is backpacking and photography and running. So the running is good and all, but the backpacking is something that is vital for out here. Think about, like, you're out hiking, you're, you're in the middle of nowhere. You, you got to know how to be resourceful just in case you get lost. I'm right. assuming, right? I'm, hey, spoiler alert, guys. I'm not a backpacking type. <laughs> my hobbies are netflix <laughs> you know, so, so let's keep that in mind but i'm assuming one would have to be prepared for being stuck yeah um what are your early what are your early um what do you think of jenny so um i'm not really familiar with her job she's a ux designer and yeah. from what i saw of that it's almost like a profiler like say you oh, yeah. have an app you know That's she's it. going to change that app to what your specific likes are from what I understand. Yeah. Um, and I think that you really have to look into somebody to figure out how to change that app. Um, so maybe she'll be good at more of a strategic game, you know, if she can figure each person out. I don't know. Yeah. It, it might not have anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it'll, that is a good way to look at it. And then I, when we're looking at her personality and how she's going to work with others, there's two things I want to bring up. First off, her pet peeve is being mansplained to, which of course it would be. Yes. Um, she doesn't like it when she's on their phone or anything like that. She doesn't like hearing somebody trying to mansplain something to her. Yeah. Totally understand. Now, the other thing is she says that people assume that she's an extrovert because she's very good at communicating with somebody, especially when she first meets them. But she's actually very much an introvert and needs time alone to recharge. 
So I'm wondering if she's going to get frustrated with somebody out there and just need to kind of like get away from it. That might not yeah. be possible. Yeah. She might be the one. Is it Mora? She might be the one that. <laughs> they might butt heads. That gets, you know, agitated with Mora. Or negatives attract. You know, maybe, maybe the two will work very well together. That's very true. So hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, I could see that like she's out there just like, I got to walk away, guys. I got to be away from you guys. And we'll see how that goes. It's not yeah. quite possible to survive sometimes. <laughs> Yep, it's pretty interesting. You get all these different personalities. Yeah. And, you know, even in the office, like, you get somebody that's, like, way too freaking happy at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's like, yeah. give me, you know, a little bit to have the coffee. Gotta have my coffee first. <laughs> Don't talk to yourself about coffee. Totally. Yeah. That's, like, literally the first thing I do. I wake up with the dogs outside, make a cup of coffee. Yep. <laughs> all right, moving on to Jesse Lopez, age 30. He's from uh, North Carolina. He's a political science PhD, which is going to be, I think, extremely useful here. Let's go ahead yeah. and hear from Jesse right now. My name is Jesse Lopez. I am 30 years old and I am a survey methodologist. I joined a gang as a teenager and being gang affiliated and things like that, you have to stay on your toes. You have to just develop a level of street smarts. You have to be able to read a room. But at some point I switched, got my GED in juvenile hall, went on to UC Berkeley, went on to Duke, and now I have a PhD in political science. Basically, I've spent six years studying how people vote. So this show is sort of like, Everything I've sort of studied, everything I've researched, but it wasn't easy, you know, going from sitting in a juvenile hall to getting a PhD at Duke. There's a lot of days where you doubt yourself, and I know that I'm going to doubt myself out here, right? But if I'm not afraid, I don't think I'm in the right spot. So I think in life, I've been incredibly lucky, but I've also been able to turn that luck and do something with it. And so I think that if I see an opportunity out here, if I get lucky out here, I'm going to know how to go all the way with it. He talks with his hands a lot. Notice that? Yes, he does. <laughs> so am I hearing that by studying the show was basically his dissertation? No, no, no. That's Cochran. That was, that's very Cochran-esque. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he was basically saying that his, you know, his political science studies, stuff like that was essentially what the show is. Yeah. So he doesn't, basically, he's going to be able to just use what he already uses every day yeah. in this way. Also, just on top of that, he plays chess with his son a lot. So he's somebody who's also yeah. thinking about strategy a lot. He might be our strategic person yeah. that's really good at that. And he survived a gang life, which, you know, I mean, talk about heightened level of social dynamics. Right. You know, oh, the yeah. wrong move could literally get you killed. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Jesse's going to do very well. I think so. Yeah. I think so. We got to hear. Uh, eventually, CBS hasn't released them yet, but eventually, usually we get to hear what Jeff thinks of each of these people. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to hear what Jeff thinks about them. Me too. Yeah. I love Jeff. I can't wait to get him back. So three words that describe him. He's aware, ambitious, and unbreakable, and his pet peeves are quitters. So I just think the only thing that's going to get in his way is himself. Right. I think this is really going to be a good plan. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about him. All right. Next, we have Cassidy Clark, 26, out of uh, Austin, Texas. She Her occupation is a designer, a fashion designer. Let's go and hear from her. My name is Cassidy. Um, I am a recent college graduate, an artist, and right now in my life, it's the perfect time to play Survivor because I'm young, I'm fit, I haven't really started my career fully yet, so this is like where I want the beginning of the rest of my life to happen. And I'm gonna win, I just know it, because I've got the universe on my side, you know, I'm super in tune with that energy, and I feel like people overlook that so much, like how to manifest, people just see that as woo-woo, but I know that that's where the true power lies. The fox is actually my spirit animal, it's mischievous, it's clever, I mean, my name Cassidy means clever in Irish, but you know, also the trickster, the master manipulator, like I really wanna play a very social game, but you know, I'm not afraid to, chop the head off the snake when I need to, you know. The fox is out of her den, so I'm ready to get started. She's going to be out so fast. <laughs> I think so, too. Um, I don't know how well she'll do in challenges. I don't think very well. I don't see the real determination and drive that None. she needs. I don't see any of it in her. Yeah, yeah. Even the I whole fox nonsense. It yeah. just feels like she's throwing it together to kind of give herself a personality. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Not a big fan of Cassidy. I think her and Morrill get along well. Yeah. Designers. They're going to have <laughs> you know, fun. Colors and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't think she's going to do very well. She says she's groovy, charismatic, and creative. That's not going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares if you're groovy on the island? <laughs> exactly. We need you to be good at challenges, puzzle, <laughs> or get along with others. And <laughs> I don't know. She just doesn't seem to be taking it seriously. And I, she even says, like, people think it's woo-woo. You know, people think she's probably a little crazy. Um. 
don't prove them right then because <laughs> you're yeah. currently doing that. I, I just don't see her going far. Anything else? Any positives you could take from this? She she talks about how positive she is and that, um, you know, she she wants to have a good social game and everything. But just from that clip we see, I don't see a whole lot um, in her that really uh, looks like she'll be hungry for it, you know? Yeah. And what she says is one thing, but I'm not really seeing that in her. And now, you know, we haven't gotten a whole lot of um, advertisement or videos or anything of the show yet. So, yeah, you know, we'll get more before we start. But so yeah, one, of the, one of the questions they ask is, what is the accomplishment you are most proud of? And she says, I've fought through many painful experiences and never let it break me or hold me back for long. I have a fighting spirit, but I'm also very proud of showing my designs in a fashion show. So she does talk about vaguely how she's, you know, gotten through hard times and stuff like that. Something that right. we all have done right. in a way, one sure. way or another. Um, hopefully she it's could use that. It's too bad she that. didn't give, a, give examples. Yeah. You know, because that way we could see, you know, what did you really get through? Is it more than what a typical person? Right. You know what I mean? It, but, she's very hey, good for her for getting through them. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Anything is tough. That's for sure. All right, moving on to James Jones, 37, out of Philadelphia, our second Philadelphia resident. He is an event planner. Let's hear from James. My name is James. I'm from Philly. And I think I had what it takes to win Survivor because I grew up playing chess. I won the U.S. Open for my rating bracket when I was like 12 and played pretty competitively across the United States. So that gave me a nice kind of worldview. But I also was kind of the only person that kind of looked like myself at those places. So I feel like being a fish out of water in a bunch of different environments and navigating those social structures will bode well in this game. With chess, there's not one way to actually win. I feel like it's timing. When do you make that move? When do you deviate from the plan to throw your opponent off guard? Same thing here with Survivor. Survivor, everybody's making moves. Every vote off a move. The question is, when do you take your shots? And when do you sit back and let other people make their mistakes? So I'm just excited to get out there. The more information I get, the more stuff going on, the more variables, the more chaos, the better for me. Because I feel like I'm good at those things. And this will prove if I am or I'm not. What are your first impressions of James? Well, he talks about playing chess and that he wants to be a strategic player. Unfortunately, that's all he talked about in that clip. You know, I kind of would have liked to have heard any kind of so social games yeah. or any kind of you know, battles he's went through, that kind of thing. What do you think? Well, as for the chess thing, he actually won the United States Chess Open at 12 years old. So, <laughs> so he's, he's actually, not just a chess player. <laughs> yeah, so he's actually pretty good at chess. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I would talk about chess a lot too if I had that in my bracket. True, I should have put more into it. <laughs> uh, the survivor he wants to play like is Sandra. He's, he specifically likes her anyone but me strategy, which is, I mean, literally, she would throw her mom under oh, the bus if absolutely. it got her past yeah. a week Her more. daughter at one point. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so there is some definitely a strategic mindset in there. He also says he's very self-aware, which can be very good. It also could be a detriment when you start to worry about things. You start to get a little paranoid. Um, overall, I think his personality is going to do quite well out here. Yeah. You know, he's creating uh, curating events and stuff like that, which anybody who's trying to put on a wedding or something like that, you know that there's a lot of managing other people's and other people's right. plans and other people's personalities. Yeah. yeah. That could be helpful. For yeah. Him. You're not going to be like a last minute person and really think things through. I think that's definitely going to help him. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't realize he was that good at chess. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure it takes a lot to get to that point. <laughs> so he might be good. All right. Next up, we have Gio Bustamari. He's 36 out of Hawaii as well. Another Honolulu, Hawaii person. Project manager, favorite hobbies are hiking, traveling, and diving, which will be useful out here. Let's hear from Gio. Hi, my name is Gio Bustamante. I was born in Peru, but I grew up in Miami. And having to experience a completely different culture that we have here in the United States, I feel like it's gonna be a benefit for me because I think people will underestimate me but I'm here to play the game at the end of the day because I've been watching Survivor for probably 10 years and Survivor has actually helped me a lot. Being a gay Latino immigrant, you know, you, you start creating all these insecurities when you're young about yourself, but seeing people like me on Survivor that were doing such a good job has given me that strength that make me say, you know what? If you wanna be on Survivor, go for it. So I wanna play the game hard, and I wanna play the game until somebody tells me, listen, you're playing too hard. I'd rather like tone it down a little bit than not do enough and then go home having regrets. <laughs> Wants to play the game hard. So we're probably gonna come in, he's gonna be 
firing on all cylinders right off the bat. Right. Hopefully he doesn't make too many big moves early on, which he is aware that that can happen. Right. But that is somebody fun to watch. Yeah. And we've seen that in the past where yeah. they go crazy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him? He might be pretty good. Um, he said he's only been watching the game for 10 years, so that kind of got me. Which is still very I'm, good. That's I'm, 20 seasons of it Survivor. Is, yeah. It is, but I, I'm hoping that he's really taking it serious and mm -hmm. has really studied the game um, because, yeah, it is 20. 20 seasons. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how good he'll be a project manager. I don't know if that has well, anything that, that will sounds help. sounds a lot like that event coordinator we were talking about earlier. You know, it seems the same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the accomplishment that he's most proud of here is being that English is my second language. I grew up in the hood, he says, uh -huh. uh, as uh, and was homeless for a period of time. Wow. The accomplishment that I am proud of is that is that I graduated with my associate's degree with a 4.0 GPA. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Started from the bottom. Now we're here kind Dang. of thing. So, yeah, I mean, that that shows determination Absolutely. and self-reliance really yeah. to to go the distance. So yeah, I think that's going to be sure. uh, pretty prominent there. Um, wow. He's a big fan of Cochran and Boston Rob. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Which we all are. <laughs> that says something right there. But those two players are very different. Yeah. So that's interesting that, you know, Cochran, of course, he's one of my favorite all-time players, but strategic. Yes. And and was all strategy first. Boston Rob, strategy, yes, but he also muscled his way through yeah. a lot of stuff. He yeah. knew that he could force people to do things and stuff like that, and that was to his advantage. Yeah. But, I mean, you're dropping big names right there. You don't ever <laughs> hear people drop some, like, small names. Like, oh, this person did good, trust me. You know, <laughs> you might have to look up some clips or something like that, but they did quite well. No, it's it's been Wentworth. It's been Boston yeah. Rob. Of course. I mean, these guys are celebrities within our circles. Yeah. Next, we have Elizabeth Ellie Scott, 31 years old. Uh, she's currently in Utah. We don't have a clip for her, but her occupation is clinical psychologist, which means that she does very good at kind of analyzing people. Do you think that's right? going to be an asset here? Oh, absolutely. It says that she works with vets with their PSTD. I mean, yep. that's huge. You know, I mean, yeah, I think she's going to be really good with the social game. Um, I don't know, you know, how she'll be with the challenges. But I, if she can kill it with the social game, I think she'll get quite a ways. That's going to be important. But even in challenges, she should be fine. She's big into rock climbing and skiing, but she also oh, does wow. karaoke at dive bars. So we get that. We, me and her get, a, get along <laughs> We're going to like that part. <laughs> hey, Diana, if you are listening to this, I'm down for more karaoke. Throw that out there. <laughs> I've got a cruise coming up and I'm planning on doing a lot of it. Oh, heck yeah, we are. <laughs> Three words that describe her. Clever, perspective, and authentic. So authentic basically meaning that she's going to at least give that aura off, that she's yeah. being a real person. Yeah. Clever, generally okay, we get that. Now, perspective is the part we talked about before, right? Where she's going to be really paying attention to people yeah. and, and getting their views and stuff like that and yeah. going with that. I, I think hopefully, that's going to do quite yeah. well. Hopefully she'll be good with that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, let's see. And then she calls out Kelly Wentworth again. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, dang, you're hot. <laughs> I, I honestly think if Jeff needs a co-host at this point. Yeah, it should Kelly be Kelly. Wentworth, it's going to be perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> Next, we're looking at Dwight Moore, 22 years old, uh, born in Palo Alto, California, now in Tennessee. He's a graduate student. Let's hear from Dwight. My name is Dwight. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and I'm currently a grad student. I think I can be the sole survivor because I've always acted more mature than my age. From like a young age of five, I realized I wanted to interview a lot of influential figures. So I've interviewed three secretaries of state. I've interviewed a few senators. And I tried to interview uh, President Obama when he was in office, but unfortunately that one didn't work out. Hope maybe one day though, get that one still. But now I currently attend Stanford University and I know some people would think, oh, he's a Stanford student. Oh, he's an academic student. He's not gonna be able to work with people from various backgrounds, but I do feel very confident in my ability to do so. And I know I get probably one shot at this in my life. So I just want people to think that I didn't sit back and play a scared game. I just wanted people to think that I came out here, put 100% of my energy and effort into this game and that people can be proud of that and realize, hey, I want to play like this guy someday. I want to go out there and have absolutely no fear in my game and in my life in general. What are you thinking about Dwight? I think he's going to be pretty good. I like him. I'm kind of concerned because he's one of the youngest. He's only 22. Yeah. Um, which doesn't make a bad thing, but, you know, sometimes the older ones have really studied the game more. Um, he's probably going to be very good physically as far mm -hmm. as the challenges, but I, I think he's going to be pretty good. What do you think? Uh, his hobbies are skiing, video games, and tutoring. I agree with the video games. Um, uh, he says <laughs> that he's ambitious. A lot of people are saying they're ambitious, Yeah, but even being on survivors at all, getting through this, the first phases of this, we talked to Kyle, who's done this part 
Um, it's not easy. That's, that's got to be something that takes some really get up and go to right. do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his pet sure. peeve is someone who's referencing the office, uh, <laughs> learning his name. Because after of seconds, his name. Right. Yeah. So he's, he's one of those people who's like, so <laughs> we know we're going to see that in the first episode. Yeah. Of Sorry, course. dude. Your name's Dwight. You're yeah. going to get that your whole life. <laughs> I, I would do the same exact thing myself. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, let's see what was it here. Okay. And his accomplishment that he talks about is in, in his sophomore year in high school, uh, he decided to take the ACT and got a perfect score. Wow. Yeah. So he says it worked Amazing. really well for him in going to college. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously Dang. a very smart player, but smart doesn't necessarily mean strategic True. or socially adept. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Dwight, I have him really in the middle of the road, maybe yeah. low middle of the road. I don't have much to say for him. Like there's some of these people out here pressing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I already have early favorites, but of course we don't pick our favorites till the second episode. But, <laughs> Thank <yeah>. God. <laughs> right. Definitely. We can't do it off this. So based off that though, is there anybody that you think is really kind of standing out to you that you think is going to be something important? I, I don't know. I kind of like Lindsay. She's the one yeah. that's the pediatric nurse. Um, I think she's going to be good. Um, I like Noelle. Yeah. Um, I think she's just from being a, a Paralympian, she's just, worked so hard to get where she's at right that i think she's going to have a lot more drive than some of the other ones out there um i don't i don't know how well maybe michael do you know mike from last season was amazing yeah so just your yeah, age doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean everything yeah right right well, mike from last season was an anomaly like that was that's not something you normally see yeah that's it, true and another thing just kind of on top of that as well mike of last season uh didn't have like this extremely young cast like a lot of the castaways here are younger than i think right. i've seen in the past yeah so we i mean i think we have maybe two in the 40s and then like one in the 50s and that's it yeah they're all yeah 30s down so yeah which ones are right now i'm putting all my weight on, on carla cruz uh godoy she's the one that i think is going to do the best so far she's got a really good attitude about it and she's again one of those players that's just a really big fan of the show so then i'm a big fan of them yeah so that's that's somebody that i'm i'm, I'm rooting for but it, it looks like a solid cast. I think we've got a lot, we've got a good diverse group of people that. Yeah, I like that. With a lot of different personalities, some that I can relate to and some that I think are going to be a little bit too bubbly and full of joy out there. Oh, We're already, yeah. <laughs> already going in with that perception. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm excited. I can't believe it's been 43 seasons of the show already. I know. It's Isn't crazy. That something? One of these contestants was born after Survivor yeah, started. Yeah. That's crazy. Pretty nuts. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, again, we're going to release the episodes every Thursday. You know, we, you watch Survivor on Wednesday. You watch it with your with your family, and then you come and talk to us about it. So hit us up with who you think your favorite is on our social media. It's on Twitter, Outlast Podcast One. Um, you could also see a lot of our contact on the Geek Freaks Podcast uh, Twitter account. That's our network. And um, yeah, hopefully it'll be a good season. Looking yeah, forward to it. I am too. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Outlast Podcast. You can find us through Twitter on Outlast Podcast One. Hope to see you there.